Stat Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. This is Cargo Masterminds from Stat Media Group. It's Monday and it's time to catch up with our new Cargo Mastermind. Hello and welcome to Cargo Masterminds. My name is Reggie John. Today, our guest is Stephen Paul Menz, Chief Customer Officer of Nalian, an open data sharing platform for business collaboration in logistics, particularly Air Cargo, helping communities of business partners and stakeholders to become high-performance clusters. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the show. Hey, Reggie. Nice to talk to you again, and uh, always a pleasure to, uh, to, see you, to see you again. What a way to start uh, our new interview series called uh, Cargo Masterminds. Uh, and this is the first episode, and we are so pleased to have you join us here because you took off today with your new responsibility with Nalian uh, as Chief Customer Officer. Uh, Stephen, so give us a sense of the responsibility that you have uh, at Nalian. Yeah, I think that... Uh... Uh, Nalian is still a, a relatively small company, a fast-growing company, so they are indeed expanding. And the idea is that with my uh, with my network and my experience uh, from the other side, from a customer point of view, that I indeed start helping uh, Nalian's customers in their individual journey uh, and how we can improve their operations and uh, mainly on digitization. Because uh, we have as Nalian, we have a wide portfolio of solutions and that goes from small off-the-shelf applications for individual enterprises up to very specific customer tailored solutions for whole communities so with my experience i, I will really be able to 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 have that individual journey with customers to find out what can be done uh, to make them operate smarter more efficient uh, and more in a community uh, collaboration model what made you take up this responsibility yeah. So when I uh, mentioned uh, a few months ago, already quite some months ago, that I was leaving Brussels Airport, I spent quite some time talking to, to a lot of people in this industry. Eh? And on one hand, I learned how, how interesting this industry is and, and the wide variety of jobs available uh, in this industry. So that was really a nice exploration uh, myself. Uh, and, and honestly speaking, this, this position was not something that was... Uh, on top of mind for me. It's only uh, some days before Christmas in December that the CEO, Jean Verheyen, approached me and said, look, Stephen, uh, you have not made a decision yet. Uh, do you keep it secret or is it open? Because otherwise I'm interested to talk to you because why not join Na Nalion? And for me, it was something like, okay, never thought about it, but it made so much sense. Eh? Uh, and the moment he asked it, I have felt those goosebumps uh, because this is what I've been doing with so much passion in the last years. And that was for me the big change, eh? that it was a lot of interesting jobs, but this was so close to my heart. And, and I immediately had this, this, yeah, this match. I know them, they know me. And, and before we knew, we, we found uh, an interesting uh, joint um, uh, mission that we could do together and and they would also allow me to continue with tiaka which was also very important to me um, so suddenly within days um, without all the details uh, known there was a like a click that we say okay let's let's go for this um, 
so it was very an, an emotional, passionate decision rather than a, a real rational uh, decision. Stephen, you have had a very impressive uh, a decade-old career at uh, Brussels Airport, uh, building the cargo division of the airport into a very formidable position within the within within Europe. Um, that was a tough job. Uh, at the same time, uh, pretty glamorous one, I, if I'm allowed to say so. Uh, don't you think that you have uh, settled for something small, but in no way less important? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's a question that, that more people will ask me. So thanks for asking, Reggie. Um, the glamorous part, um, I was never interested about. I think that came more as a result of what we have been doing. Eh? And uh, absolutely, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of what we what we did in those 10 years with Brussels Airport and, and what I'm leaving behind. Uh, um, so that is not going away. Absolutely, it's a complete different job. Um, but also it's probably putting me more out of my comfort zone, this job than the previous one. And that's also very important to me. Now I'm working for a single company, but also still with a lot of communities. It's still international. And it's in a, in a I'm very familiar with the air cargo industry. I'm very familiar with the customers. I'm not an IT specialist. So working now for an IT company with, with, with people who talk a language that I have to ask 10 times, okay, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Is also something that is going to allow me to learn again and to grow as well. Uh, but I see the mission and, and the opportunities that are ahead of us, I think are, are growing so fast, so strong uh, that it don't see it as a smaller, uh, a smaller job. This is also a company growing really fast. The fact that I can be uh, also in, in the front of the bus in developing this company and growing this company is also something very interesting that I'm very keen uh, in to, to, to join. So I don't see it as a, as a step back on the contrary. Okay, as, uh, as chief customer officer, what are your top priorities uh, in the current role and what has been the brief to you from the Nalian management? Yeah, I, I think one again, one of the benefits that we have is I, I know this company now for five years, but they also know me for the last five years. Huh? Uh, and although they are expanding a lot out of Brussels now, and it's not just a Brussels uh, operation anymore, um, they, they know, of course, what, what are my strong points, what are my weak points, uh, and what contribution I have for the company, and, and vice versa. So I think uh, there was not a long briefing on what they expect or do not expect. Uh, I think that they know what they're getting. Um, it's very clear what they are doing. Eh? Uh, they, they are really working with a lot of communities. Uh, my experience on, on cargo, on working with communities, establishing communities, my focus on collaboration, uh, is going to be uh, an important one on which they want to build uh, their operations. Eh? Because you can have the technology eh? and, and they, they have a really good technology, but a lot of what is happening in our industry is not about technology, but it's also about um, change management and it's behavior that we need to change. And I think that is something where I can really add value to them. And that's going to be my contribution to the, to the story. Stephen, there is a there is a common perception, at least to some circles, that Nalin is a very local Brussels Belgium brand. Uh, but to some extent, uh, it appears to be a fair assessment, uh, I think, because the brand had its foundation at the at the Brussels airport, and you you literally led the digital community initiative uh, and proved the product 
live group cloud can be something that could be created around any other airports anywhere in the world now. Therefore, what will be your specific strategy to take Nalian out of the local to the global, basically to shed the the common perception that Nalian is a is a Belgian, it's a it's a it's a British brand. Yeah, uh, and like you said, it's a perception. Uh, it is correct. Five years ago, when I was looking for a a new uh, community system in Brussels. We were looking at something, uh, not a traditional way of working. And, and by accident, we, we came in contact with this company, not active in, in logistics or air cargo. So it's correct that Brussels was the first step into air cargo, into logistics even, and that we started building this from scratch. In the meantime, they are active in, in Asia. They also opened a branch in Singapore with an office. Uh, there are several airports in Europe they are working with. There is one in the United States. So I think that they are already going from local to more global. With my international network and, and the role I've been playing internationally, I, I really think I can help them in, in positioning and branding them as a global company. But I think the most important is, uh, like we always say, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Uh, we really hope that in the next uh, months uh, we can add companies on a global scale, communities that start working with Nalian and use their technology uh, to improve their processes and, and create more transparency and efficiency in, in communities or, or in single companies. Um, and I think that will be the best and the strongest message to the market that we're talking about a global company with a global focus and not local solutions. When we talk about uh, cloud solutions and also what we said in Brussels always is we want to have a, a local cloud, but in the end, if you don't have a global solution, you only still have a part of the story. Eh? So the focus is absolutely global and that is going to be the mission uh, for the months and years ahead of us. Uh, Stephen, I want to ask uh, the next question and it has got two parts. One is uh, how do you intend to to grow the Nadian business uh, in the mid to long term, uh, purely from the from the from your existing air cargo industry um, application that you have, and uh, I also believe that Nadian application to customers is beyond air cargo uh, mode. There is something already that's that uh, Nadian uses for other mode of transport. Uh, but how would you also like to make it even bigger? or cutting across all kinds of all modes of transport? Yeah, it's a fair question because uh, in the end, we really believe as a company that there is going to be global connectivity, not only for air cargo, but for all modes of transport. So you cannot sit on an island in Brussels. You cannot sit on an island as air cargo. You have to be connected on a logistic basis. Eh? That's the ultimate ultimate goal. We have a lot of uh, off-the-shelf products and applications that companies can use from the start. That's one thing. The second thing will be that with companies using an application, we will see with existing customers how we will grow. And maybe we have a customer in an airport and, and you can add applications or you can other companies to, uh, to, to grow that community or you can have new communities. So there's still a huge potential to grow them organically or with new entrants. And that is our prime focus. At the same time, we are having a lot of contacts with other modes of transport. Nalian is already active in railway where they do uh, capacity sharing applications. We have very good contacts with the port of Antwerp, with Nextport. That's the open data sharing platform 
created uh, a few years ago, where also Nalians technology is being used. So we keep a close eye on that intermodality, but in the short term, air cargo and growing air cargo will be your prime focus. Um, but as a growing company and, and, and a financially healthy company, we, we are looking at all options to grow our business organically or via acquisitions or, or any any opportunity that, that helps us to grow faster and stronger, we will look at. Do you have any specific targets by the end of the year you would, you would have that many more um, communities created around different airports in North America, maybe Asia? Yeah, we have some ideas and we have been talking and exploring these ideas a lot. Uh, we don't have uh, fixed targets yet and I'm not really sure if I was going to share them already at this stage with you. Uh, I think this is also the fun of, 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 a, of a smaller company that is still in its early years. Very agile, very flexible. Uh, you don't write uh, the strategies on 200 pages like you are used sometimes in big companies. They have a very clear focus and a very clear strategy. And we have a very uh, strong ambition uh, on what we want to realize. Uh, and growth is absolutely part of it. But to say it's going to be three new communities, it's five new communities. Sometimes, and, and that's the flexibility we want to show, there is an opportunity to grow much faster in an existing airport, and then we will take that opportunity. But we are ready to, to tackle both at the same time, growing in existing companies and adding new. Eh? Company has been growing a lot last year, hired a lot of people to be ready for a next big jump. And, and that's what we want to realize, and that's why also they want me to join this company. Stephen, I, I believe uh, your, your current designation as chief Chief Customer Officer, uh, I'm sure that you will strategically get involved in the company scale-up of the operation, uh, involvement of company to kind of really grow in size, in geography, in terms of uh, the number of customers. Um, I'm sure that th these are very early days for you, but uh, uh, to what extent will you be, will you be really actively involved in, in, the, in the strategic goals of the, of the company? Yeah, well, it's very clear. Eh? It's a C-level function. Uh, there is going to be a very close cooperation with, with the CEO and the rest of the management team. It's a very small, dedicated management team. And I will be involved in all aspects of, of this company. And I will use my expertise and knowledge, not only on a, on a network or sales level to the external world, but the fact that I can indeed participate uh, in growing this company and being part of the strategy of the company was also very important to me. Uh, and that also gives me indeed the, uh, the feeling that it's not a step back, but that I'm really uh, part of the driving, uh, in the driving seat of this company and growing this company. Now, Stephen, having gone through the last 10 months of various stages of lockdown and work from home, uh, what is your assessment of the idea of digital transformation and logistics? With with specific reference to air cargo, uh, there's been also a common perception that air cargo, air cargo industry is so much behind uh, when it comes to digitalization and digital and the use of digital technologies. Uh, uh, has your perception changed of the last eight months, uh, having seen what air cargo industry delivered in the last eight months? What a lot of it, a lot of us actually working from home. I think that our industry is not only slow when it comes to innovation, but even adoption of what it already exists is a problem and a struggle. And that is not only for digitization, that's for a lot of things. Uh, and, and that is not an easy thing to overcome due to the fragmentation of our industry. But I do have the feeling that in general, the whole COVID pandemic 
has been uh, a catalyst, catalyst for, uh, for change. And I think that things that would take us three to five years in normal life are suddenly happening much faster. And that is also the case for digitization. When we said, and in, like in so many places, we are talking about homework for years. It's going to come and we are going to work more from home. At the same time, traffic jams in the morning were becoming longer and longer. And suddenly, all companies who are saying, ah, but we need to talk to unions and to staff, and it's policy and safety and security, we cannot do this. Suddenly, within weeks, everybody was working from home. Um, and we managed to do it. Eh? So often you see that when there is an external push, we are better in adopting than when it has to come from the inside. Eh? So let's use that momentum uh, and absolutely speed up that process. Also the contactless working eh? with the whole COVID, suddenly digital apps and working on a digital way is becoming much more normal in all, in all aspects of life. Eh? When I was going to shops, how you want to order anything uh, from restaurants to other ones, everybody has a web shop, everybody does home delivery, you can do payments on the phone. We have seen a speed up of digital payments so fast that it's not going to go back. Eh? So I really think that we made a jump and that we have raised the bar to a new level that is going to be the new baseline. So I really think that digitization is going to speed up in the years to come. Uh, and and it's, it's regrettable to say, but COVID played a big role in that. Stephen, my last question uh, is about you. You continue to be the chairman of Kiaka and uh, you have Glenn Hughes uh, assuming the role of a director general next month. Uh, how do you intend to allocate your resources uh, to Kiaka uh, as its uh, chairman with your current and new assignment at Narin? Do you think that you will have uh, more time for uh, Kiaka? more time will be difficult because uh, and I have to be very thankful to Brussels Airport for that they allowed me to spend quite some time uh, to Tiaka because the last year was a very difficult year with the whole transition and all the change we went through um, but part of the, uh, the the change we did at uh, Tiaka and the transition uh, we did at Tiaka was to make sure that we had a stronger organization and that there would be less board involvement in future not only from a governance point of view but also that it becomes more and more difficult to have board members too much involved in the day-to-day -day business. And, and I believe that for the continuity, but also for TIAC itself, this was not the way forward. So a lot of the changes that we did was exactly to have less involvement from board so that board could really start acting as a board and that TIACA as an organization would become stronger. This is also the reason why we, why we went for Glynn, uh, somebody who is really adding so much value um, and, and who is able, really able to manage that organization. So in the new structure, the director general, we consider like more or less the CEO of the company. So if I have to spend as much time to TIAC as I did last year, I think that we would be failing in, in our achievements or goals that we, that we planned for TIAC. So I think it will be less. But at the same time, the whole change has been done. I do want to take responsibility for the outcome. I've been a big supporter and advocate of all this change. Uh, I also would like to take responsibility for the outcome and for the results. Uh, it would be too easy now to say, and now it's up to somebody else, all the work is done. No, again, the proof in the pudding is in the eating and, and we will have to see this year if all the changes we initiated are, are the right ones. So I, I, I do want to spend time at Tiaka. I'm not going to stand on the sideline. Uh, that was part of the discussion. Um, and I work for a company that really embraces and, and 
enables collaboration on a global level. Tiaka is the physical enabler, what this company is trying to do on a digital. So it would be really strange that they would not support uh, organizations as Tiaka. Uh, because they do see the match uh, of collaboration. Eh? Uh, it's not just a digital collaboration that is going to make progress and bring us forward. It's also the physical collaboration that, that remains very necessary. So I will be very much involved and I will spend the time necessary. And if that means a bit in the evenings and the weekends again, uh, uh, it will be my pleasure to do so. Thanks, uh, Stephen, for your time. And I really like to wish you the very best uh, as you begin as the chief customer officer at Nandil. Uh, it's a new step in your in your career, and it's a very interesting and exciting time ahead uh, uh, when we think about the digitalization, digital transformation of the air cargo industry. Once again, wish you the very best uh, in your new assignment. Thank you very much, Renji, and, and thanks for having, uh, having me on the show again. Thanks a lot. That was Stephen Paulman's uh, Chief Customer Officer of Nanian joining us in the very first episode of our new show called uh, Cargo Mastermind, where we talk to leaders of the air cargo industry. That's it from us at Stat Media Group. We bring Cargo Masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back on next Monday for a fresh episode. Have a nice day.